Well, our moms think we're funny. Hey, everybody. This is Turk182. And I'm Akomi. Oh, man. How are you guys feeling out there tonight? You good? Everything yeah. Good? All right. Me too. I'm okay. I'm feeling it, man. I'm feeling it. I got the feeling. Give me, give me. <laughs> baby, baby, baby. Baby, baby, baby. Baby, baby, baby. All right. You good? Yeah. You, you're all you're right, man? I'm feeling good, man. I'm loose, you know. I gotta, oh, I got to feel it. <laughs> I shouldn't have done all that coke. <laughs> I've, I've tried telling you man <laughs> there's I a know, movie centered around one night in Bangkok oh I guess it's just called that or, you know it might be about the chess tournament uh huh I don't see how you could get like a full movie out of that cause it'd just be like hey hey Pete come on man let's blow off this chess tournament and we can like we can go to the massage parlors and, and pick up some drag queens. And he's like, I'd really rather play chess. Thanks, guys. Yeah. <laughs> so go to all your massage parlors. Your bars, your temples. Uh, so, yeah, thank you, Murray Head. <laughs> all right. Um, so, hey, what are we going to talk about today, huh? Well... We could talk about movies, you know. Uh, we've we're both pretty big fans of movies. I do like movies. I watch them. Yeah, I pirate them. <laughs> now, uh, I think it's safe to say that, given the opportunity to uh, write or perform in a film, I think we would both be pretty eager to at least look into that. Oh yeah, most definitely. Um, you know, provided. It's the right one. You know, I I don't want to be a part of something that is... I don't want to be a part of something that is going to be like... You, you, you take a chance on things, you know, sometimes. You're like... Uh, for example, I you know, you and I... Well, I know I love League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Right, I, think, right. I, think it's, I think it's a great... It's a fun movie. It is. It's a very fun movie. Um, and... League of Extraordinary Gentlemen is a movie that uh, Sean Connery kind of took a chance on because because uh, he passed on Lord of the Rings, so he didn't understand it. Right, right. Uh, as I as I recall, and then he what, did. What the bloody hell was a heart? And then he did League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, and um, which I, I don't think he probably fully understood either. <laughs> and then of course the movie did not do well, um, and uh, he retired after that. And then, of course the director of that. Because he had such a hard time making that movie, never made another movie again. Um, but anyway, so, you know, it's like, it, it has to be the right thing. You don't want to end up, like, thinking it's going to be something good, and it turns out to be like a, like a Theodore Rex. Right, you know? right. So. Because, you know, that kind of thing can stick with you your entire life. It can. And even if you stop being an actor, it's still something that, you know, if it's historically bad enough, you still won't be able to shake it. Right, I mean... Case in point is the kid who played Child Anakin. Uh, exactly. He got the ever-loving shit bullied out of him, and... You know, and I'm going to say, that's not entirely his fault. It, it, no, I'm not, not even, I'm going to say entirely his fault. It's not his fault at all. That is the fault of George Lucas for casting him. Yeah, I'll agree with that. I mean... Yeah. So, I mean, I'm just going to lay that at, at his feet. You cast the wrong person, 
and and then everybody jumps on on him be like for being bad as like yeah but he was one he was only as good as the source material mm-hmm. and two he was only as good as the director yeah 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 i mean like it all he did was follow the script and it's not his fault that it had a retarded ass line like yippee so mm-hmm. somewhere along the way you know that happened and lucas made it happen yeah so uh so we can start with that. Would you uh, would you have accepted a role in uh, in uh, let's let's say the sequel trilogy of Star Wars? The sequel trilogy, meaning yep. um, Force Awakens. Yep. And okay, so what is my role? Uh, you know, let let's say that like not not an extra, but like a minor character. You know, because um, because I think if we were to say lead role, then that would you know. That's a pretty prominent thing. It's kind of hard to walk away from that kind of money. Yeah, but also, you know, that lead role when when shit goes bad, you know, it 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 the, you're the face that you can't walk away from, regardless of whether or not it was your fault or not. Yeah, yeah. When well, you're the lead, you're the face. Let's let's look at it from both ways. Um, would you do it if it were just for like a minor secondary role? Uh, you have speaking lines. You'd get those credits for the for the SAG. But uh, not a lead character. Let's start with that. So am I? But am I only in just the one movie, or am I in all three? Uh, you know, I have. It's been so long since I've watched the first two, and I never watched Rise of Skywalker. I don't remember. Are there minor characters that repeat across the whole I think, trilogy? I think Captain Phasma, the one stormtrooper chick, okay, um, or lead stormtrooper chick. I think that she is in all three. Of course, I haven't seen the last one either. Rise of Skywalker. Um, gotcha, gotcha. But I think that she is in all three. Now, of course, the the good thing about that is she's in Stormtrooper guys the whole time. So, of course, yeah, yeah, I, I'll play that role. Sure, right. why not? Well, um, let let's say that people are going to see your face, okay. so you you won't get that out. Um, uh, and yeah, yeah, we'll we'll say that you have uh, you have at least some speaking lines in all three films. Okay, so so I I am a regular character in all three films. Probably with maybe let's say ten to fifteen minutes of screen time. Uh probably around there. Probably closer to ten than fifteen, I would think. Okay, but but enough that people are going to remember me being in each movie. Yeah, yeah. Okay, you know, like let's say that your agent pitches this as you know this this very well could open up the possibility of future casting. <sighs> and it's in the the. Star Wars sequels. Yep. Keep, keeping in mind that uh, this is a trilogy so bad that neither of us have actually watched the third movie. Yeah. So. Um. I love the Mothra twins. I mean, they always cast different people for them, but just the characters are cool. Yeah. It's it's against my better judgment, <laughs> but I would have to say yes. Okay. And the and the reason why I say yes is one, it's Star Wars, right? Um. To so, there's some movies that I would pick a role in, no matter how bad it is, because I'd be like, I like I'm in that movie, like you know, I'm in that franchise, you know, that that's I'm in that one. No, no uh, I'm a part how, of it. Yeah, no matter how bad it is, you're going to make money off of a franchise like Star Wars. Right. Um, uh, you know, granted, I'm not going to get like points off the back end or anything like that. But, but right. But I can be like, you know, you know, like, you know, fuck you. I was in Star Wars. So it does, doesn't matter if it was a good one or not. I was in Star Wars. Right, right. <coughs> um, okay. And so I would, I would have to say, 
Yes. Um, now let's say because that they, because it is iconic and it's and the the thing is good or bad it's not going anywhere. That's true. That's true. But <laughs> on the same token, good or bad it's not going anywhere. But it's Star Wars. That's the thing. Is like even the bad Star Wars movies are still watched by people, regardless. They're still owned by people. That's true. Like I ended up buying the last Die Hard movie. Um, uh, was it uh, uh, Die Hard? Leave me the hell alone. Whatever. <laughs> it's it, it's so fucking bad. I don't even consider it a part of the. I don't consider it a part of the of the main thing at all. The Die you Hard. Movie. Yeah, I, I consider um, Live Free or Die Hard. The last one. Okay. And I don't even consider the one a good day to die hard. That's it. I don't even consider that part of the truth because nothing about that is anything like the other movies. Right, like, right. The, the um, uh, he, his, his character, like, McLean doesn't act like any, like, any, like, doesn't act like he does any of the other movies. Like, he, <laughs> he's not even the same character. It's, so. And, but, and I end up, I think I bought, I got it, not because I bought it. Because I didn't care if it was a part of the of my box set or my, my thing. Yeah. I ended up getting it somehow. Like I think it, it was like a I bought something else. It was like a two pack, and that came with it. Okay. I didn't actually set out to buy it because I was never going to make it a part of my of my my collection. Right. right. Um. But uh. So. So, but that, but but the the Star Wars movies though is like you know, one thing you're going to get constant rotation on TNT and TBS and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I said, even, even if they're bad, when people sit down there and be like, okay, I'm going to like watch Star Wars, like the next movie's coming out, right? Right. They're going to start from the prequels, whether they like them or not, and watch all the way through. And they're still going to, you're going to watch your three bad like sequels <laughs> to get to the next one. There is that. Um, now let's say that, uh, that they managed to provide you with screenplays to all three films. And so you see exactly how bad it's going to be. Would you still go for it? It's Star Wars, man. Fair enough. I mean, that, that's it. That, that's that's the only thing I can say is it's Star Wars. Fair enough. I I would probably do it, but uh, you know, Star Wars doesn't mean the same thing to me as it does a lot of people. I like it, but it's not something that you know I would consider having shaped my life like a lot of things. You know, I have found over time um, that um, that. Is where I wouldn't have thought it before that I am more of a Star Trek guy than a Star Wars guy. I, you know, I, I think I am, but honestly, um, uh, you know, I think it's just that uh, I tend to gravitate more towards fantasy than I do sci-fi. So you're more of a Hobbit guy than a Star Wars guy. Not Hobbit, Lord of the Rings. Well, I'm sorry, I, I, <laughs> yeah. meant, I meant a Tolkien guy, more yeah, of a Tolkien yeah. guy. Like Lord of the Rings, I, I would say shaped my childhood. Uh, shaped a lot of like my approach to storytelling. My like so so much of a big reason why the comics that I'm working on for my personal projects are like sword and sorcery and sword fighting stuff is because of Lord of the Rings. So uh, so yeah. Now speaking of the Hobbit, um, I only ever watched the first one, but I hear that trilogy is really bad. So. I heard that the Desolation of Smog was better. Hmm. But again, I, I watched the first one. And I was like, "Man, this is nothing like the Lord of the Rings movies." Yeah, yeah. Um, so, would you take a role in that? In what? In the Hobbit trilogy. <sighs> Hobbit trilogy. Hobbit trilogy. Incomprehensible in, okay. singing. Uh, so, part of me says yes. Randomly shoehorning shit in from the Silmarillion. 
Random part of me says yes, but the only reason I would say yes to that is because I would probably be in heavy makeup. So you, <laughs> for, so for the most part, you probably wouldn't recognize me. Um, maybe, and like Orlando Bloom is still pretty recognizable. Yeah, but you know, in his defense, though, he in, like he could be in the Hobbit movies and then still fall back on. Yeah, but you know, uh, I'm Legolas, and, re- and remember, remember how it was such a badass in those other movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, I, I think if I saw the screenplays and saw how bad the Hobbit was would be, I don't know if I could really bring myself to to take on a role with any of that. Lord of the Rings, I would have been all over. There's like no question because those movies are absolutely brilliant. I love those. Um. All right, let's let's look at something that is just unquestionably bad. Um, oh, I, I think it's my turn to ask you. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> okay, hit me. Yeah. Okay. Um. So I so I'm gonna give you two scenarios here. Okay. Okay. Um. So you are. I'm gonna put you in the same in the same kind of category. Uh. But you're like ten to fifteen minutes of screen time. Okay. Okay. So when I say that, though, it doesn't mean that you are going to. It's all going to be at, at one point. You may have like maybe five minutes here, maybe three minutes there, and then you may have like a big ten minute sequence or something like that. Sure. So sure. ten to fifteen minutes of total screen time, um, and uh, you are in the majority of the movies. Okay. So, uh, so you're in the majority of the movies. You may not be in every one. Like you may not have been in like. The first one or the second one, okay. but you may have been like the first one, the third one, and like the fourth one. Gotcha, gotcha. All right, Twilight. I was just about to ask you about Twilight. <laughs> I beat you to it. I don't think I could, honestly. Really? It's so stupid. Everything about it is stupid, and like again, kind of like Lord of the Rings. Like I consider like those types of horror films something that really shaped and developed. Wait, me. I'm sorry. Um, you play a vampire. Fuck no. <laughs> I mean, that's the, 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 the other. The other one's gonna be you play a werewolf or a sorry a shape changer. I, I, I always always get the I always get the Twilight things shit because I say you know they're not werewolves because they don't have the in between phase. Yeah, they're just guy to wolf. Guy but to then wolf. American Werewolf to, in London, he went from guy to wolf. But he wasn't just a wolf. He was a fucking badass demon yeah, looking wolf. Yeah. So that's a little different. And he still had like human esque musculature and stuff, even even though he was full wolf. But, uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, just, like, they're all, like, slickety and airbrushed and effeminate-looking with their soft, liberal hands, and, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> so, like, so, that's the thing, it's like, vampires are badass, and werewolves are badass, and Twilight makes them wussy as hell, and it pisses me off. So, it doesn't matter to you whether it would be a, uh, whether it be a vampire or a werewolf, you would still pass. No, because I like vampires and werewolves equally, and they're both fucking retarded in that film franchise. Uh, I don't think you can use that word, uh, Akami. Uh, no, I'm not talking about the differently able. I mean... <laughs> I <don't> have... <laughs> Damn it, you made me break here. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, like... You know, you, you, look at, you look at as far back as the Universal films, and, like, vampires are just notoriously scary and badass. Yes, they are. And even if they're a little foppish and a little dandyish, and, you know, you have something like um, the Bram Stoker's Dracula movie with uh, where uh, it's Gary Oldman as Dracula there, right? 
Oh yeah, um, and, yeah the uh, the Francis Ford Coppola one. Yep. Yeah, yeah, and so like he's a terrifying Dracula, or whether you're looking at something like you know Lost Boys or whatever, like you can't oh. you can't have like less or, super masculine vampires or Fright Night. Fright Night, yeah. Uh, Jerry Dandridge. See, like, that's what I think when I think vampires. So I think seeing Twilight and seeing what that was about, I just can't get behind that. And similar thing with werewolves, where it's like, if I'm if I'm going to be involved in a werewolf project, I want American Werewolf in London. I want dog soldiers. Oh, I God, want something... Dog soldiers. Like, there's, there's nothing about the werewolves in Twilight that instills or inspires fear or awe for me. Right. But sure as hell does in American Werewolf in London, and it sure as hell does in Dog Soldiers. So, yeah, I just, I couldn't get behind that stuff. You know, and, and to say that, that um, like, this is my interpretation of vampires, that would be like me inviting you over to my house for spaghetti, and I, and I, <laughs> boil, you, I boil you noodles and then pour tomato soup over it and go, well, this is my version of spaghetti. Right, you boil macaroni noodles. Right. And, and pour tomato soup on it. And then be like... Squirt like, some ketchup on it. Right, and be like, no, this is my version. Like, no, you, you don't get to have a version, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, it's just like... Up to that point, it's just like, no, this this isn't it. This ain't it, Chief. Yeah, it'd be like me walking into Best Buy and walking out with a big screen TV, give them a dollar and be like, no, this is my version of like of $2,000. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like it just, it ruins everything that makes it cool. And keep in mind, Anna Kendrick had a role in the Twilight franchise. So I was, was going to actually come to that too. It was like, you would miss out on being next to her. I would very intentionally miss out on being next to her. <laughs> wow. I would miss the opportunity to be in the same room and breathe the same air as Anna Kendrick for a paycheck rather than be on Twilight. I just could not do it. Wow. Yeah. That's a bold statement. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not a proud man. There's a lot of shit I'll do for money. <laughs> but <laughs> don't I know it? <laughs> shit, I'm broke today because of that. <laughs> But yeah, so how about you, Twilight? No, fuck no. <laughs> no, it, you don't even have to answer that question. Uh, I mean, ask me a question like, Twilight, like, twi- no. There's, there's nothing, nothing about that that I can look at and be like, oh yes, this one, this screenplay looks good. This acting looks good. I mean, you know, you know she did the equivalent of a John Byrne in the hmm. book? A John Byrne in the book. You know, we always talk about making fun of John Byrne for the, uh, the, what the, the, the Alpha Flight issue where Snowbird fights the thing and it's all nothing but white panels and yeah. word balloons. <laughs> yeah. And Twilight, when the person that wrote that, <laughs> where apparently, apparently there's a part where like the lead character was so sad that she couldn't write and there's nothing but like 10 pages, a blank pages. In the book, because because the character was so that it was to show that her depression because she didn't like writing her diary or some like shit like that. I'm like, what the? Well, if you skip days in your diary, you don't have to skip the pages, Bella. But but no, but but she's not writing the diary. You're still telling the fucking story, I mean, right? Ah, like, uh, so so anyway, um, but, wow. But I'm like, there, there's there's no way I could. I, I wouldn't be able to deliver the lines. <laughs> okay, so. Let, let, let's let's break this down here. No, we're not talking about the movie. First off, this girl's like all of 16. He's like 300 and something. Yep. All right. So jailbait much. <laughs> Plus, what kind of fucking existence is it that you have to go to school 
every year and carry on this pretense like oh my good i would i would fucking die for three thousand years fuck that shit no like fucking homeschool me you ever thought about that (laughs) right i mean just like like no and of course i mean what it ultimately comes down to is that this teenage girl is trying to make a decision between hmm do i want to have sex with a corpse or with a dog right because you know both of them both of them are really good options right (laughs) Like, God forbid that you have sex with a nice, normal human. No. Choose between the between bestiality and necrophilia. Cause... And both of them are against the law, by the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. I mean, like, there's, there's few movies that make me as viscerally angry as the Twilight series, and it's just dumb as hell. Yeah, so, I, I would definitely pass. All right. It doesn't matter if it was werewolf or or vampire. I'm done. And, and you know, the bad thing is that you look at it and it's like so many, like, so many, I'm, I'm not going to call it all good, but there's so many, like, fairly good actors or decent actors are in that movie. And you realize, like, they were in Twilight. They were in Twilight. They were in Twilight. They were in Twilight. Like, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Like, how did you how did you do that? It's, it's, it's almost, it's the equivalent of looking at, at, um, at a, at a group of black actors and realizing that they were all in a Tyler Perry movie, <laughs> at least, at least in their defense, like if you were a black actor, the only way you could get work was doing a Tyler Perry movie, right? I mean, that, that was that was it. It's like if you're if you're a black actor, like, and you want to work, you do a Tyler Perry movie. You know, um, it's okay to cross dress for Christ. It is so, but but these people had options. They were all white. Yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. Um. What about Fifty Shades of Grey? Hmm. All right, what's my role? You know, I don't know enough about the movie, because the only thing I know about is uh, the lead guy and the leading lady. Like, or I would assume there have to be other characters in that. You can't make a two or however long hour film. Well, the guy's supposed to be, like, super rich. Yeah. And again, we're talking about... We're almost talking about the exact same thing because that started off as a as a Twilight fanfic, right? So we're still back to where we started from. Um, but yeah, but it's like softcore porn for suburban moms, right? So you gotta like rather rather than being softcore porn for hot topic teenagers, it's softcore <laughs> porn for suburban moms. So it's just twi- like, Twilight is softcore porn for for hot topic teenagers. Yeah. And then, yeah. <laughs> hmm. Um, how, how do these Hollywood executives who approve these projects like look themselves in the mirror to shave without cutting their own throats? I don't know. I don't know. That's why you have so many neck beards. <laughs> <laughs> it's like they know they can put a razor anywhere near that. <laughs> so I'll just ignore that altogether. Um. So um. Oh, uh, I'm gonna have to say no. I'm gonna have to say no. What if he were leading man? I still have to say no. Because here's the thing. People still love Twilight. They've talked about. They've talked about. Uh, I think they even maybe did like a Twilight anime or something like that. Really, or, I knew there like, was a manga. I knew there was a okay. Manga. Maybe it's a manga. It video. is shitty. Um, you got the novels. I guess some people maybe still read the novels. You got the movies and stuff like that. And I think they're even, they've been talking about doing a uh, like a reboot. <laughs> right, but people still watch it. People still love you know Twilight. Um, I hear nobody either talk about Fifty Shades the book. Or Fifty Shades the movie, it, it came, it went, it died. Yeah, very quickly. So the only thing I would have get out, I would get out of that as a paycheck, 
and a bad reputation. Mm-hmm. So I gotta say no, even as a lead, even as a lead, I, I gotta say no. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I could. I don't think I could do it. Mm-mm. And you know, like even if it were. Even if it were something where I could get past a lot of the stigma and stuff and, like, the, the bad quality in general, it's, like, from what I understand, it's not doing a good job on educating people on the nature of BDSM. Right. At all. It's, like, a really poor representation of that. So even if even if it were getting over the stigma, getting over the bad reputation and all that shit, it's, like... But then I'd be attaching myself to a project that's really just feeding people bad information and feeding into them having a lot of misconceptions about something. Right. And, you know, there's never a point where ignorance is going to, like, benefit in a situation like that. Like, mm-hmm. it's just going to make people stupider and more dangerous, and you don't want that. So You know you can tell the mark of a really bad movie is when it can't even be parodied. Yeah. That's yeah. when you know it's a really bad movie. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, this is like self-parody, basically. <laughs> yeah. So, um, and here's, here's the other part of that is, for me, if I got the lead, that means that they would pay, you know, for me to get in shape, too. Like, mm-hmm. I'd, I'd end up getting, you know, like a uh, a a personal trainer, because if I'm going to be the lead, I'm going to, you know, get have to be naked and all that kind of stuff. Um, and I still wouldn't do it. I still <laughs> wouldn't do it. No. All right. So, yeah, I got I got to pass on that one. Um. Uh, so uh, I think you asked me, and I'm going to ask you. Yep, yep. Hobbit. Me. Hobbit. No, well, we already pretty much talked about that. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't think I could really do it. Um. Well, you know what? I I think if I saw the scripts, I would have a lot of doubts about it. But I would probably do it just because you know it's it's, it's talking. Yeah, it's like, it, it's still a Peter Jackson film, it's still that universe, so even if I didn't really like the project, if it, if I were a pretty minor character, I, I think I'd be uh, okay with that. Because, like, I'm trying to contextualize it of, you know, like, well, at least it's not Twilight or Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> um, so, you know, I, I think I think I could do it. I wouldn't enjoy it, I wouldn't like it, and I would be sure to tell people that it's like, you know, here's, here's the issues I have with the film. But, um... But yeah, I think I think I'd take a role with that. Okay, I'd much rather Lord of the Rings. I would love to be in Lord of the Rings, but all right, I can I can see that. Yeah, uh, I'm trying to think of what other is like a like a, a a good like series that um like either 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 start out as shit or turn to shit. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to think of something like part of me. Uh, like I can, I can think of some movies, like for example, um, the earlier when we were flipping through channels, I was like, "You haven't seen the first Crow yet?" Right, right. First Crow is great. All the rest of them are garbage. You know, of course, you get all the straight to video sequels, which are all garbage. I thought there was only the Crow and Crow Two. No, no, hmm. no, no. You got one with Edward Furlong and Kirsten Dunst, and, huh. and, and yeah, they're just yeah. Okay. Um, and the, the Crow Stairway to Heaven TV series wasn't too bad. Hmm. Um, but now I mean, so, so, so if you offered you like a role in a good movie, like, a, um, like a John Wick, obviously you say yes. Oh, hell yeah. Um, like even, even if it was just as an extra getting shot, mm-hmm. I'd take that. Okay. How about this? Um, and I'm pretty sure I know what the answer is going to be, but even though normally you don't have a person like this, but you are a, you don't have a, you don't have a big role, but you have a rather, um, 
like like a uh, you know, it's not a big role, but it's a like a, a reoccurring role, like kind of minor character reoccurring role. Okay. In uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. What's the reoccurring role? <laughs> uh, you you play like a uh, I I don't know like a dream like like uh, I don't know like the a caretaker of like you know the the Freddy lore something like that you know oh, I, I don't yeah, know I'd be all over that even even though as the movies you know got worse as they went through you know they got worse but there was no point in the movies that I didn't find them entertaining. So like they're cheesy as hell, but yeah, I like I, I'd be in any of those franchises. Uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, um, Friday the Thirteenth, any of that stuff. I'd, I'd Halloween. Be... Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean it's um you know it's not something where I'd be bragging about you know oh look at what a prestigious project I'm attached to. It's just a thing where it's like yeah this is this is cheesy as hell, but damn I had fun doing it. <laughs> okay. I got one for you. Okay. Um, again, it's, it's like, like kind of like a regular role, not like a big deal, but you buy about ten minutes of screen time per episode and per movie. Okay. Um, and your scenes play prominently with the main actor. Ooh. Okay. So it's not like you're just like in a, it's background stuff. The original Superman series. Yeah. So Superman, Superman two, right? And then Superman three. And then Quest for Peace. Yeah. You, you go with that? I'm, I mean, I haven't watched those, but I, and I know that they don't have the greatest reputation, but yeah. Oh, you know, they, they, they suck. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's fine. You know, I, I'm fine with that. Really? I'm not really married to, like, the Superman story. You know, we've, we've talked about that so many times on the podcast. I like the Superman story as a Jesus story. I don't think it needs to go beyond that analogy. That's but, because uh, you haven't seen Quest for Peace. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, I, I'd attach myself to it, and it's like, you know, huh, it, it, it's a cheesy movie, it's dumb, but, you know, I'd do it. Quest for Peace is the one where they, where, like, was it nuke, the nuclear man or Nuclo flies <laughs> the woman into outer space, and she doesn't, she doesn't, like, blow up, like, implode or freeze to death, and he flies her back in, and she doesn't burn up on re-entry? <laughs> I'm fine with that, dude. Okay. Yeah. Right, cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I would totally do that. Um, so, okay, so I got one for you. All right. Um, Ready Player One. Lucky there's only been one movie, so... Yeah, well, I mean, you you don't know. They just came out with Ready Player Two, which I hear that that book is not as good. As, really? Uh, that's just what I hear. I I, I bought the audiobook. Um, I haven't listened to it yet, though. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, so far there's only the one movie. There could be more, but, uh, yeah, would you... And and let's say that you'd be a slightly more prominent character in that one. So... Like maybe, maybe one of the Gunters or something. So I've read... I've read the book. Mm-hmm. I've read the script. Hmm. Ugh, this is... <laughs> I found your breaking point. <laughs> okay, so here's here's my dilemma. Here's my dilemma. Right. Is as a fan of the book and a complete despiser of what I know about the movie that. I'm like the like. I, of course, you know, I want no part of the movie. I haven't even seen the movie. Even though I was so, I was so anxious to see it. I haven't seen the movie at all. Um, but I also know that being in the movie, that there are going to be a lot of people who have read the book who mm-hmm. will accept it 
for what it is. Mm-hmm. Like me. <laughs> there will be people that read the book that hate it, hate the movie yep. for what it is. But then you're also going to have a fair amount of people that don't know shit about the book mm-hmm. that will love the movie. There you go. And that's that's where, when I look at it, I'm two-thirds of, of a strong fan base mm-hmm. to where I'd have to say that I, I could separate my... As, as a viewer, I would not watch it. As an actor... I could swallow my pride. I could choke in the rinds. I, I and I could be in that movie. God damn, right. I could be in that movie. All right. See, uh, I, I could do it, but like I, I don't hate the movie quite like you do. Um, you know, it is very different. It's you know, it's missing a lot of stuff that was in the book, and I think oh, there's yeah. a, I think there's a lot of moments where they um, they fall away from what it's all about because it's not just oh nerd culture, pop culture. Um, very much of it is like specifically the 80s. Mm-hmm. It's about a guy who was obsessed with the 80s and loved the 80s and wanted to make everybody else obsessed with it. And so any anytime they uh they divorce themselves from that plot uh that that there it's typically at the expense of like an 80s tribute. And then they try to sucker me in, man, with Canada's bike. <laughs> yeah. They try to suck me in with, with Canada's bike. And the thing is, it's been so long because I was like, it's Canada's bike. He's right. Before I was just like, wait a minute. There's no race in the book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's no cock a duty race. <laughs> um, yeah, because in the book, it's all about the tomb of annihilation. So, which if I recall correctly, that wasn't in there. Like the, the race, getting through the race was what got him the first key. So, um, yeah. There, was, there wasn't any playing joust and... No. So yeah, so it's like the race, like the only really 80s reference thing about the race is like Canada's bike and like King Kong is a hazard and there was like a 70s Kong movie, I guess. Oh yeah. So like well, an 80s. One with uh, Jeff Bridges and Jessica Lange? Yeah, yeah. So like, you know, an 80s kid would be into. Um, oh, check this out. There was actually a sequel to that called King Kong Lives that had Linda Hamilton in it yeah. where they make our King Kong artificial heart. Yeah, I, I remember that movie. <laughs> I, I watched that as a kid. Really? Yeah. And, wow. uh after that was Son of Kong, right? Or no, no, that's that was the '30s series. But uh, yeah, no, I, I mean, I would, I would do it. But you know, it's exactly like you're saying. It would be more to introduce people to the book and saying, you know, hey, check this out. You know, I took this role because I love the source material so much. And even though the movie's different, I, you know, I, I took the role out of a place of love. Yeah. So yeah, I don't think I'd really have any hesitation with it. Hmm. Because, you know, the final product, I was entertained all throughout. And, like, I I spent most of the movie pointing out the differences to my friends, saying, oh, this was different in the book. And they were like, shut up. <laughs> but, uh... Okay. Yeah. Uh, I got one for you. Okay. Now, you're not in the first the first two movies, um, but your character, and they're very pretty prominent characters, so you get a fair amount of screen time. Let's say 20 to 30 minutes of screen time. And you're you're not the main actor, but you're one of the principal actors. Okay. And so you come in about maybe you know in these sequels, you come in about make movie three or so, and then you're in the next like three or four of them. Okay. Okay. Prominent um, character, you know, like people are going to see you, and they're going to like they're going to see you, and they're like going to know like, hey, that's a Comey, right? <laughs> this motherfucker right here. <laughs> huh? X-Men First Class. You're not in the first two, but you're in the sequels. Mm. 
Those are pretty bad. Would I be in Age of Apocalypse? Yes, you would be. So would be. you wouldn't be. You wouldn't be in First Class, and you wouldn't be in um, Days of Future Past. But you would be in Apocalypse <laughs> and Dark Phoenix <laughs> and uh, whatever that other pretty shitty ass one was too. Fuck. <laughs> and and you're and you're promised you remember the X Men. Mm-hmm. You get to play Bishop. <laughs> Bishop's pretty cool. <sighs> you know, I mean, there's there's a lot of things I would do for a paycheck, and um, I don't think I'd be proud of it, but I think I could do it. I think I could take the role. So you would play a young Bishop in the three sequels to the X-Men First Class movie. I think so, yeah. Now, you do remember that Bishop is black, right? I mean, if... if Hollywood's okay with it? Well, we know. They're just going to cast the white guy as Bishop. <laughs> I mean, then I'll get canceled. So. <laughs> I mean, my only official statement would be, it's an honest mistake. <laughs> Maybe Bishop is white guy. <laughs> No, I, I, I could I could make you I could you know give you somebody better than an actual like white like character. I mean, it's not like the X Men didn't have enough of those, right? <laughs> I mean, really, the only one I'd be truly embarrassed to be seen in would be Dark Phoenix. The other ones aren't great, but like they were watchable. I was I was entertained by the other ones. Dark Phoenix was just shit. But Apocalypse was shit. You know, I mean, it was not good, but I was at least able to watch it. There were moments in it that I enjoyed, unlike Dark Phoenix. So, wasn't there one in between Dark uh, Apocalypse? No, she 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 manifested Dark Phoenix at the end of the Apocalypse. Uh, was there one before that though? There was uh, First Class, Days of Future Past, and yeah. Then after that was Age of Apocalypse. Was it? Was it? Yeah. Because. Uh. Uh, First class was it's like sixties, seventies, eighties. I thought it was seventies, eighties, nineties. Well, the, the first class is sixties, sixties, okay. and then seventies, eighties was apocalypse. Oh, between uh, Days of the Future Past, after that was um, Wolverine, right? Yeah, but he, he his moves were all standalones. I thought it tied in because um, Professor met him in the time stream, right? Or what am I thinking? Well, no, the Wolverine movies are all like the Wolverine movies. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Because like in the end of the Wolverine, the, the stupid one with the with uh, with, with the Silver Samurai. Oh, and, that one. Yeah. And, and you know he's like, oh, I got this thing that's draining my powers, and like none of the people actually act like their actual characters and that kind of shit. Anyway, in the end of it, he goes to the because that that's all takes place in the modern day. He goes to the airport and. Magneto and Professor Xavier freeze everybody in the airport mm-hmm. and they're like, you know, we need your help. Even though that scene doesn't make any sense because they need his help in the future and to send him into the past. So they wouldn't know that he need his help then because it's like it doesn't it doesn't make that scene doesn't make any sense. Right. right. They, they need his help in the future. And I was like, oh, OK, whatever. Yeah. Um so it was like they were trying to like make it make sense, but it didn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'd 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 do it because um, you know it it's it would be steady income. <sighs> you know, it's like pretty much any time that we're like channel surfing, we see those movies playing even now, and like you know, I'd rather be in the MCU than in. 
the Fox X-Men universe, but, uh, you know, it, it, it would be a big opportunity financially, even if I'd be associated with a bad thing, but it's like, I'm, I'm closer to the MCU characters than I am the X-Men anyway. Um, yeah. So it's, yeah, it's not as much of an assault on my nostalgia in my childhood. For me, it's just bad movies. They they are bad movies, yeah. Bad dialogue and having to work that close with two people I can't stand. Hmm. Trying to remember if there's anybody in there I, like, truly can't stand. You can hang out with Patrick Stewart, though, man. No, you can't. You get to hang out with James McAvoy, maybe. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's not bad. Or Michael Fassbender. Yeah, he's okay. Yeah, they're all right. Nicholas Holt is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's three people. And, uh, you know, I could I could ask Famica Jansen about Lady X. No, because she's in the other X-Men movies. She's not in those. Oh, yeah. Damn. <laughs> uh, you got uh, Cody Smith this, and Keith. This is how completely uninvested in these movies <laughs> I am. So... <laughs> It'd be my first day on set. It's like, yeah, so uh, where's Patrick Stewart, guys? <laughs> guys? <laughs> Sorry, he's not in these movies, so. <laughs> oh, here's the thing. Um, uh, excuse me, uh, Mr. Malik, I was wondering if you saw my copy of X-Men Apocalypse. No, I wasn't in that movie. Yeah, you were. No, I, if I was in that movie, I think I would remember. <laughs> I can't sign your movie if I'm wiggling around like this. <laughs> I mean, how can you take a talent like Rami Malek and, like, completely waste him in that movie? <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Okay. You got one for me? Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Joker. Oh, see, it's not a franchise, though, but um, who, yeah, who, who, am, who am I? Um, you know, the, the casting is really... Is really weird, but um, we'll say that you'd be like one of his comedy partners, somebody who's regularly performing on stage before his focal scenes. Okay, yeah, because I'm a funny guy. Okay, so I I don't mind outshining him. All right, I'll say this: I would be in in the Joker movie, even though I would I would disown that as a as a Joker movie. Okay, but I get to work with Joaquin Phoenix, and I actually like Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah, yeah. So I think that would be cool, and um. And then, of course, I get to, you know, unveil my, my, my comedic st- styling. So yeah, There we go. Yeah, so I, I'd do that. What if they gave you a really shitty script? Um, well, you said it's a Joker movie, right? Yeah. I mean, so yeah, you'd like, follow <laughs> the shitty script for, uh, for the stand-up routine. Uh, I, would, I, would still, I would still have the opportunity to, um, to work with Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah, and and um, uh, Robert De Niro would be hmm. on set some days. Yeah, and I mean, I don't know a lot about Todd Phillips, but uh, I think it's. A, I mean, I I never really the first Hangover Hangover movie I watched, I was entertained. I never had felt the need to watch it again. Right. Um, right. I never seen any of the other ones, but from my understanding, Todd Phillips is a pretty good director. <laughs> so I think I'd be, you know, I could learn something from him. So I'd be okay with that too. Yeah, I mean, you and everybody on the podcast already knows I like the movie, so I'd I'd be all about being on it. I don't consider it bad. You know, I wish I wish that it were uh, part of a different franchise and universe. I wish that they didn't call it Joker. I wish they would just let the movie stand on its own merits. But, you know, I also get it because it's a hard sell, you know? Um, it was unnecessary. I think that's what I really dislike about it is it was unnecessary. Um, it was unnecessary if you're trying to call it Joker, you know? Like, right. But that's the thing. Again, it goes back to it being a hard sell. It's It's one thing if people say, hey... 
Who here wants to watch a movie about the Joker? And keep in mind, you know, this was like, you know, things were big with Justice League at the time. Things were big with Suicide Squad. Mm -hmm. And everybody was just latching on to the fact that, oh, finally, it's a Joker who's not Jared Leto. Because for whatever reason, people don't like Jared Leto, even though I think he's great. But, but But people also knew that it was a standalone like non-canon mm-hmm. movie. So I'm like, what What am I getting out of this? I, I just yeah, don't get yeah. it. But, and so like the alternative to that is if it weren't actually part of the Joker and not part of the Batman franchise, then instead you say, well, you know, hey guys, we've got this, we've got this movie about this, this lonely outcast with mental issues who eventually goes crazy and uh, he's got kind of an unhealthy fixation on clowns. That's not an easy sell. It's kind of hard to convince people that they want to see a movie about that. And it's like, you know, there there are still weirdos like me who would be like, you know, that sounds like it could, it could be interesting. And then, you know, you watch it and you enjoy it. But, uh, you know, for a lot of people, they just would not have been interested in seeing it if it hadn't had the name Joker attached to it. But, right. you know, I, I'd rather it just be a cult classic. I'd rather it be an obscure thing that not a lot of people know about. And right. That it, that it didn't, you know, it didn't sully the Batman franchise by trying to shoehorn itself in there. So um, I got one for you. Okay. And this one, you are a, um, you are a, uh, you know, a fairly prominent, just like the other one, you got like 30 minutes and you're one of the, the you're one of the main characters so out, out of this, out of this, uh, this franchise, mm-hmm. you are, you know, you know, out, out of the group of actors that are in this franchise, like you would be a part of that family, let's say. Okay. So you're, you're, you're a member of the family. I'm ready. Oh, I figured you would have gotten it from that. It, no. <sighs> Fast and Furious. Oh, hell yeah. What? Yeah, I'd be in it. Really? Yeah. <laughs> wow. I mean, this... because of the bald head, you can be Jason Statham? Handsome Rob? <laughs> Handsome Rob. <laughs> he's not in Fast and Furious, is he? Yes. <laughs> Jason Statham is? Jason Statham, he's like the bad guy. Oh, cool. Hell yeah. Yeah. He killed one of the only cool characters. I, I will say that's the only thing... I thought was interesting about Fast and Furious because they tried to make all the movies canon. Yeah. So you had the first one, then you had the second one that didn't have Vin Diesel because Vin Diesel was going to the I don't do sequels thing. You know, <laughs> I live my life. Okay, whatever, so I can, whatever. But I, um, but, I could fill in for Vin Diesel. But Vincent Diesel didn't um, um, he didn't do the, he didn't do the second one, and then the third one is the one that had Bow Wow in it and uh, <laughs> Lucas Black. I like the way you talk. And that, that's Tokyo Drift. Yeah, it, it, isn't Tokyo Drift um, the one where they like drive the car out of a plane or something? Is, no, am, no. am I thinking wrong? Tokyo Drift's got some hot ass Asian chicks in it. Yeah, I know. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> so but in um, but Tokyo Drift, of course, is pretty much non-canon to the end where Vin Diesel makes a cameo where he's going to race against Lucas Black. Yeah, but there's a car crash near the end of it there, there where the one Asian guy gets killed. Hmm. They then later retconned that by in one of the other movies, um, Jason Statham, who was like a cop, like hunt, like going after them. Yeah, he is the guy that rams the other car and kills the guy because that guy is in like the the Asian guy's in the fourth one. So the other movies take place like prior to the fourth one, and then we jump back to modern day. And Jason Statham, they have him like show him like hitting that car and killing that guy and being like, <laughs> I'm coming after the at the, the your, your family there thing. Okay. To, to to make everything like all make sense, which I thought was kind of was kind of neat. Yeah. But yeah, I've only seen because I can't stand um, Tyrese. 
So okay. I've only seen the first one and the third one. Yeah, I haven't seen any of them, but like the the premises are so stupid that it's like it it's hilarious to me. And you know, again, it's one of those things where it's like it's not like I'd be telling people, "Oh yeah, you know, I was in this prestigious film that's going to change your life," but it's going to be able to say, "Yeah, I, I did this dumbass movie and I had a lot of fun doing it." <laughs> and then remember, you're you're part of the the family. Yeah, you know? I'm, I'm so <laughs> so it means you're driving a car. <laughs> You know, I, as much as I want to say no, the only thing that would, that would make me want to be in the movie would be one I, I get to act again. Be um, you know, share some screen time with Ludacris. That'd be kind of cool, right? I get mm-hmm. to share some screen time with Gal Gadot. Be kind of cool, and The Rock. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of iffy on Jason Statham. I used to really like him, uh, but then he got into that whole little like bitchy war with um, Paul Bettany. Over no reason, like I do my own stunts. You don't do your own stunts. He's like, right. he's like, um, I'm the vision. Like, what? What's? <laughs> <laughs> You're right. I'll learn how to fly, <laughs> dick ass. So okay. So that so that would that would uh would make me um be like yeah okay I, I could see maybe being in that um uh but uh but at at. at a first thought, though, I'd be like, I don't want to be in this, you know, in this, in this, this, what passes <laughs> off as a movie. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, so I've only got one more, or actually, you know, we've been going for about 50 minutes. Really? Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Holy crap. Yeah. Time flies, man. Time flies. So, yeah. So, um, you got one more, or you want me to toss no, out one no, more? You can toss out one more. Toss out one more. Because it started off good. Oh, no, no. Okay. No, because I know what your answer is going to be, so never mind. Okay. This started off really good and it turned shitty over time. Um, Spy Kids. Spy Kids only had three movies though, right? Nope. They brought on new kids, new actors, a whole bunch of dumb shit. It was like five or six movies in the long run. Really? Were the other ones straight to video or something? I guess so, yeah. And I didn't watch them. I didn't even know they existed until I was like 25, and then I started learning about them. But they look shitty as hell, I'll tell you that. Because I only... Oh, you, I, you, you said they brought in new kids and like new... Okay. Yep, but you'd, you'd be consistent. You would I'd be... Yeah, you'd be you'd be a recurring character, not unlike Floop. Hmm. I mean, when I was a kid, I loved Spy Kids 3. I thought it was a lot of fun. That's movie. the one with the... That's the one with Elijah Wood and Silver Stallone, right? Yep. Spy Kids... Uh, Game Over. Game Over. Yeah. So I liked that, and I loved Spy Kids too. Island of Lost Dreams, uh, like that was a very whimsical movie. Um, so like I, the, the I, first one was the one that had um, uh, I can't think of the guy's name now, but um, he played uh, he was in GoldenEye and he played Nightcrawler, right? I think so. Yeah, that sounds and right. And then this that was the one with the the Fooglies and the Thumb People, right? Yeah, the Thumb Thumbs. And then the second one is the one where they brought in. Um, uh, the the girl from Hannah Montana, um, the Sixth Sense guy's sister, right? Um, yeah, wh- whatever her name is, Ger- Gertie. Yeah, she had the the, the spinning pigtails. Yeah, yeah, Gertie. Okay. But uh, but what was what was the? Because they they were competing against because they actually turned out to be bad, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm. And so yeah, that was the Island of Lost Dreams with Steve Buscemi and all of his. Uh, oh, right, he was creating hype. a little the, the creatures on the island. Yep. Okay. And uh, that that had that awesome line. Do you think God stays up in heaven because he lives in fear of what he created? Uh, so let's see. Holy shit. Um, oh, it looks like there was only a... No, there, there was more. Um, 
Then there was Spy Kids 4, All the Time in the World, in 2011. Okay, I kind of remember that one. And what else was there here? Looks like there was um, Spy Kids um, Mission Critical? Is that one? Yeah. Oh, that was an animated series. Oh, oh. So it looks like there was only four. Okay. Okay. I thought there was more than that. Well, then maybe never mind. For some reason, I thought there was like two or three others besides that. Yeah, I mean, I, I loved the first movies, but I I just, I don't know enough about that, that last one to... Uh, I would say, um, I would say yes. Okay. So, and now here's, here's my reason why. Um, let's see. One, Selma Hayek. Two, Carla Cugino. Mm-hmm. No, wait. Scratch that. Reverse it. Um, three, Antonio Banderas. Four, Mike Judge. Five, Ricardo Montalban. Fucking Ricardo Montalban, dude. I get to be in a movie with Ricardo I don't care if he can walk or not. Fucking Ricardo Montalban. He's pretty awesome. All right. Um, I, you know, I mean, now that I'm seeing that the only, I mean, the only one I don't know about is All the Time in the World, so. Uh, let's see, I was up to five, right? Six, Steve Buscemi. Mm-hmm. Se- seven, Danny Trejo. I was about to say, Danny Trejo. Eight, Cheech Marin. Okay. Yeah. Nine, uncle. Elijah Wood. Yeah. For, Ten, for Sylvester like Stallone. 30 seconds, yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, but. And uh, you also got George Clooney as the president. Oh, but the... Shit, Negro, that's all you had to say. <laughs> and you also get to see George Clooney impersonate Stallone as he, like, transforms from Clooney to Stallone. So he's like, it's time for me to get my revenge for you imprisoning me, for <laughs> using me. And then he, like, transforms into Stallone. So, so I, yeah, the only thing I don't know about is all the time in the world, and maybe that's not as shitty as I'm thinking it looks, but it looks pretty bad. There's a dog, and there's, like, small kids and a toddler on the cover, so it kind of makes did, me um, did, uh, uh Did Robert Rodriguez direct that? Uh, let's see. Oh, ooh, starring Jessica Alba. Uh, I remember that one now. Yeah, it was just Galba as the mom. It was directed by Robert Rodriguez, yeah. Uh, Joel McHale, Alexa Vega, and Daryl Severa are still in it. Wow, Joel McHale from Community was in it? Yeah. All right. He must be the dad. I'm saying just Galba. Okay, yeah. Shit, so that wasn't a challenging one after all. I just didn't... I, I thought that there were, like, multiple movies besides that. For, I must have been thinking of that animated series. Because Mission Critical, yeah, the, I was thinking of the animated series. It looks really bad. Okay. <laughs> anyway, okay, well, hey, I'd say that's about all the time we've got for for today's adventure. I would agree. But, uh, yeah. So we learned that there's precious few movies that Akomi would not be in. They, they gotta be really, really stupid before I would refuse. And, uh, Turk has slightly more discerning taste. Well, I'm just saying, man, I mean, like, the, the, being able to either work beside or meet some of those actors, yeah. Yep, 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 yep. All right. Well, so, anyway, I've been a Comey. And my name is Turk182. 
Thanks for watching us, listening to us. Yep. And uh, and I think we've pretty much said that for the most part, we are sellout whores. Pretty much. I can live with that. Yeah. As I sit atop all my piles of money. <laughs> I'll, I'll dry my tears with wads of cash. <laughs> and I'll use it to soak up all your hate. Eat it like a delicious meal. Stop that shit up like a biscuit. <laughs> This is my hate stopping biscuit. <laughs> you, you may ask how I sleep at night. <laughs> Buck ass nudes. You can suck these nuts. Hate, <laughs> hate, 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 hate. <laughs> Don't hate. Loathe entirely. <laughs> I'd, I'd be in that movie. What? In The Grinch. Uh, oh. Oh. Look like a broke ass sexual chocolate. So, alright, alright, everybody. Love y'all. Bye bye. Zang, yo. Alright, there, folks. That was Our Moms Think We're Funny. Let's, uh, let's give them a hand.